Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. That's right. My name is Mike Piroworski, coming to you live from the East Coast, the coast with the most from the co-host with the most here on The Rundown, 2A views, conservative news, and... Craig, guess what day it is? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> it's hump day. Hump day! <laughs> That's right, folks. It is hump day. This is the day in which we attempt to begin the weekend, sometimes with success, sometimes not. But you know what? The fun is all in the trying. That's it. It's like uh, it's like being on a really big speed bump, and you're just cresting the top, and you go over the other side, and all of a sudden you see like a construction zone on the other side. So you got <laughs> you're over the hump, but but how difficult is the last couple of days going to be? So you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's right. It is day three of the hostage situation, uh, with the uh, with freedom coming here in a couple of days. Sometimes we're trying to break out a little free, you know, maybe get a little uh, early parole, something like that. There, you know, but uh, you know, some like I said, sometimes we are successful, and sometimes not. Very true. We'll see. I, I guess this is actually a, a long weekend. I was told it's supposed to be a longer weekend. I guess another made up holiday coming up. Well, there's there's actually in many cases, yes, there's a president. There's, there's President's Day, which you remember we used to celebrate several of the president's birthdays separately. Uh, now yes. we actually celebrate them all kind of together. I don't I don't get it, but okay, that's what we do. So we celebrate the president's birthdays. And I believe there's one other holiday, but anyway, so some places are getting like Friday. And Monday off. So it's actually a four-day weekend for them. I I think that it should be, if we want to have President's Day, and I had this objection a couple of years ago when they did this, President's Day, that we take the average date of all President's birthdays and make that President's Day. So every time a new president gets elected, it might move a day or two in a different <laughs> direction. You, know? you, you just got to work the numbers. You got to work the average. You got to see what it is, you know, and, and then that's what you get. Mm-hmm. So now you can be... You you might be like, listen, uh, I really don't want to elect Hillary, but if I elect her over Trump, that gets me a four-day weekend, so I'm going to do it. (laughs) You know what? The sad part is I'll bet you there are people out there for for whom that would be a consideration. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sir. Well, hey, before we get into it, man, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our sponsors. Yes, let's say hi to our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. If you got yourself an AR past couple of years, you probably got one of the barrels, don't even know about it. Well, now you can go buy one direct from them, the manufacturer, and get yourself a new barrel for your new build or rebarrel your current rifle. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting the good fight behind enemy lines. Now you could be part of California's future today. Make sure you check out California Republican California Republican Assembly. Republican Assembly. The Republic, all of a sudden, you're part of Star Wars. Sorry about that, California. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hog Holsters, H-A-W-G Holsters.com, H-A-W-G Holsters.com. Go there and get yourself the best tactical concealed holster possible. You can get you can get one for your loved one for, about, or for, uh, for St. Patrick's Day coming up, next holiday we got, right? You can do that at H-A-W-G Holsters.com. And, of course, you want some awesome field gear, tactical gear, web gear, Get your butts over to uscombatgear.com. And by the way, just so you folks know, yeah, we are uh, part of the resistance, the Rebel Alliance here in the state of California. 
with uh, uh, Darth Vader being uh, Gavin Mussolini. There you go. I like it though. You could be the California Republic Assembly. California That's Republic it. Assembly. I don't. We don't want to be the Republic. We don't want to be a Republic. Yeah. There we go. All right. Anyway, folks, look, these are our sponsors. They bring us to you so that we can bring you to them. So do us a favor, visit them by following the links in the description to this program. It's real simple. We made it real simple for you. All you got to do is go there and, uh, you know, if you like what you see, spend some money with them, leave some money there, you know, do us that favor. And then uh, make sure you tell them there was the guys over at the rundown that sent you. Also, if you have not done so, like, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe. Folks, We can you can watch us, listen to us in a ton of different places. Uh, and if you're doing it, then guess what? Your friends should be doing it too so that you have something to talk about over the, do they still have, I don't know if they still have water coolers, but you know, so that you can have something to chat about over the uh, Facebookers, Webernets and stuff like that. So check them out and encourage your friends to do the same. We don't care how you partake. We just care that you partake. Do it. Do it now. Do it all. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Alrighty, moving right along. Uh, let's move on to our first story. Uh, you know that uh, recently there was a uh, a mass casualty event that took place at Michigan State University. We talked about this a little bit the other day. Uh, you know, individual, they finally identified who this individual was, uh, but he uh, decided to go on campus, wound up shooting uh, five people at, or three people. Let me clarify. Killing three people and I believe wounding five others and eventually would uh, be confronted by law enforcement and would take his own life. Uh, well, now more is known about this particular individual. And while I will have to admit that this is a somewhat misleading, intentionally misleading, by the way, a headline, I wanted to make sure to note this. So this one points out the Michigan State University killer. Uh, uh, but, but I'm glad they did not call him a gunman or anything like that, but they call him a killer because he is, was in fact a killer, was previously charged with a felony, and that felony was uh, illegal uh, possession of a concealed carry firearm, so concealing a, a firearm, um, uh, but was able to buy guns. Now, Mike, the, the real point behind this is, and the interesting thing behind this is, he... Uh, it basically, what happened was he pled it down, right? So he pled it down to a, a misdemeanor possession of a loaded gun, uh, and 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 as such, it was a misdemeanor. So it was so once he was off probation, he was able to possess firearms again. That happened in 2019. He was off parole in 2021. But I think once again, you know, here's an instance where you know we had a, you know. Law enforcement knew something. And my question is, what, what, how much did they look into? How much did they look into him after that? I'm guessing probably, especially since they decided to plead this down, they decided uh, not so much. Yeah, Craig. And uh, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not so concerned about the, the charge of carrying the concealed firearm right. uh, as I am about uh, uh, people knowing uh, you know, who this guy is and what his situation might be. Uh, Listen, uh, you know, the, the crime of if, if the only crime this guy's ever been charged with was was the felony of carrying concealed firearm uh, without a license. Well, uh, first off, that's not a not a crime in half the states in the country right now. And we're all fighting to make sure that's not a crime at all. So uh, I, I'm not going to fault him for for that. Now, obviously, he, he broke the law uh, there and there should have been more restrictions. But again, I'm not going to I'm not going to bang on Michigan for uh for, for failing to do what they should have done when they shouldn't have done it in the first place. You know, um, I think the bigger issue with this guy is trying to figure out 
what his motivation was. You know, what what did he do? What you know, what was he? Did, did people know? Are we going to see the interviews? Because we normally would see them by now. Why? Where are the interviews of the neighbors? You know, and don't tell me nobody's gone and talked to his neighbors. I think they went and talked to his neighbors, and nobody likes the answers because they're probably going to interview the neighbors, and they're like, oh yeah. Yeah, we knew this guy was going to shoot someone sooner or later, and they don't want to put that on the air because that's not their agenda. Um, we, we would have seen all of those by now. Craig, he went there and he shot indiscriminately. You look at, I mean, look what you had a you had a a, a white a white guy, a, a white girl, and a black man killed. I think that's what it was, or, or you know, but it was three three completely different uh, you know racial uh, and and gender makeups of people that were 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 killed there in in at the university. Um, Let's get to the big part of the story, Craig. The big part of the story is if they had protected, if the state, if the school had decided to protect these students and gotten rid of those stupid gun-free zone signs, we wouldn't be talking about this at all. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have chosen a soft target. He would have been met by force, and he'd have been, he'd have been a guy that had been down before the first shot had been taken. Um, that's the real story. Not that this guy may or may not have violated a law that's legal in some places and not legal in other. So let, let's talk about the state's failure to protect the students there at the, at the university. Right. So they, one of the things they don't do is, is they don't really get into a lot more of his background in, the, in that particular article. And there, there are other ones where, where he did have some other issues relating to that. But the, here was the real thing. The real thing was there is, there is a, a, a piece that's over at the Washington Free Beacon where they talk about, where they interview his sister, they interview his, his, his dad. And uh, he was clearly an individual that was in distress. He was. And, uh, and sadly, and once again, and I don't put this on law enforcement because at that point, uh, it's, it's up to those who are close to him who know that he is in distress and know that he owns and possesses firearms to try and encourage, either encourage him to get help or to work to get some help for him, if that makes sense. Yeah, again, the problem being, listen, you, you don't just... You know how we feel about red red flag laws. You don't right. just call somebody for red flag laws. The idea is not to take the guns away from the mentally disturbed individual. Right. The the goal is to take the mentally disturbed individual away from the guns. Okay. Right. You take them for treatment. You take them for counseling. That's how you go about this. You know. You don't. You don't just show up ex parte and de demand this guy right. lose firearms because of something somebody else heard. Get him to the help. You don't take the guns to get professional counseling. Take the individual to get the help. Let them evaluate whether or not he should be uh, in society or not. Well, and you know, and I'm, and I'm glad, Mike, you make that point because that is so vitally true. You know, it's not just, it's not about the idea of, once again, like you said, taking the guns, but it's, you know, the see something, we hear the see something, say something. Well, sometimes saying something is you need to say something to the person. Right, you need to talk with them and encourage them and help them to seek the help that they need, and we need to have that kind of courage to have those conversations with one another. Yeah, and and put some laws out there that will back you up there, rather than again, you know, putting the strength on taking the firearms away. How about if we have a law in place where two competent people say, "I believe there's a mental illness problem." that somebody has to contact him. A social worker has to contact that individual. Why can't right. we do it in that direction rather than take the guns away? Because you know why? That's cheaper and easier. Well, exactly. Because, well, the other thing is, Mike, we know what the goal is. The goal is to take everyone's guns away. So right. <laughs> let's start with yep. their guns. Exactly right. <laughs> right. Yep. Anyway, moving right along, um, here's one that I know that Mikey will love to talk about and this is Florida once again beating California and I just have to admit it because it's just true uh it now there's more more information more data out about about uh the 
effectiveness of COVID of responses to COVID-19. And sure enough, and this is in an article that is actually put out by the California Globe, which is a California-based newspaper, it says Florida bests California again, this time in COVID outcomes. It says California and other states that imposed severe regimes didn't gain anything. And I think this is vitally important to understand. Once again, as we are now looking back at how we responded to uh, to COVID-19, it is becoming very clear and very obvious that uh, while I will... When we required, when we requested for data and information, what are you using to make these decisions? The state of California's leaders gave us nothing, gave us absolutely nothing. And yet we were supposed to just fall in place and comply. Uh, in the state of Florida, they followed, they followed the science. They made, uh, they, they went out of their way to make it so that uh, their most vulnerable uh, were protected while at the same time allowing everyone else to live their lives. And lo and behold, not only did not only were the outcomes overall the same in terms of COVID, but economically, socioeconomically, educationally, in just about every area, Florida came out better than California. Big surprise, big surprise. I, you know, I think the the thing that California is really hurting from over this, Craig, is that uh, those that could afford uh, to 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 move away from California, so those that had good jobs and could afford to leave California, did. They're gone. So so they, they took their well paying jobs and their money and they left you. So so now you have less people to pay all of your uh, all of your government reform checks to, to all the illegals that come across. Uh, um, Craig, there is good news though in this for California. I don't know if you if you if you you figured this part out yet, but the good news for California is that in just 13 short days, your COVID restrictions are going to end. <laughs> well, not so much COVID restrictions, the emergency powers that uh, were given, that the governor gave himself uh, will yes. finally end. You know, the ones the that are only supposed to last during a state of emergency, but we haven't been in a state of emergency for almost two years. Yes, uh, the you know, the COVID nineteen state of emergency will end on February twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Oh, I'm sorry. That'll be two and a half years. We have not been in a state of emergency. That will Let chart the path to phasing out one of the most effective and necessary tools that California has used in to combat COVID nineteen. That's from that's from your governor, by the way. Well, and what's what's idiotic about it is is that when you consider the fact that the most vulnerable population were senior citizens. And the disproportionate number of senior citizens that are in Florida, that may literally, if there is a difference in terms of of, of outcomes and more and more mortality rates, it literally is based just on that. The fact that there is a higher percentage of the population that are senior citizens there in Florida. Uh, but our COVID response, of course, then again, we also didn't uh, we also didn't, you know, ship COVID patients or not. We Florida didn't ship COVID patients uh into senior citizens' living centers uh, in an attempt that some people would say to uh, thin the herd. Well, and that's never never been brought up before or, or since then either, Craig. Remember, we, you know, that was learned about and uh, and somebody lost their, uh, uh, some low-level staffer lost their job over it, but, you know, they're never going to go after the governor right. there over that well, former governor, it, I guess. What was funny was you know, they did the same thing in New York and, and it was so obtuse that the that 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 didn't cause the governor there to lose his job 
It was making sexual advances at staff members that caused him to lose his job. Exactly. Exactly right. Yep. Um, Florida has a over 50 community called the villages. They have over uh, in, in the, in the limits proper, it's a hundred thousand in the, uh, in the outskirts of it, it was everything included is over 200, 250,000. Um, and, uh, and that's 50, 50 and over community. It's, it's a great community. In fact, every, every Republican that's running for office stops by there uh, multiple times uh, to, gra- to to garner votes. Um, yet uh, they had the average COVID rate. They didn't have any explosion of old people dying or anything like that. <laughs> Funny how that works. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know what it is? It's a retirement community. They're outdoors on their golf carts, playing golf. They're at the pool. Living their lives outdoors. In, in the meantime, we are shutting down parks and telling people, no, you cannot go. Kids, kids, children, yep. you cannot play. You cannot run outside. Uh, and if you yep. go to the beach, if you dare go, we, we, we literally sent five deputy sheriffs in Los Angeles County out to arrest a guy who was in the water on a paddleboard all by himself. I remember. I recall. Idiotic. Idiotic. But yep. welcome yep. to California. Uh, speaking of going, speaking of California, do you know that uh, California is going to be overturning or attempt to overturn the ban on same-sex marriage here in the state of California? Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. I, I thought same-sex marriage was legal. Well, it is legal, but keep in mind that the state of California, through Proposition 22 and then later Proposition 8, which was a constitutional amendment, actually defined same-sex marriage now they they once again they want to call it a ban on same-sex marriage but we defined marriage and we define marriage as being between a man and a woman well now california legislators for fear of and once again while no one while no one except for maybe justice thomas has mentioned as the idea of overturning uh of of overturning the issue the decision on same-sex marriage um they're worried about the fact that this may be something that the Supreme Court will take up. So California legislators have introduced legislation uh, that will enshrine same-sex marriage as a right in the state of California. Now, the so this is something now because it's a because it's a constitutional amendment. Uh, this is something that's got to be passed by two thirds of both houses of the legislature in California. Uh, which, by the way, they happen to possess a, a supermajority in both houses. So that'll be interesting to see what happens there uh, if you get all the Democrats to support it. But then it goes before the voters of the state of California. And then California voters are going to have to vote uh, once again to define, to allow the, uh, to allow same-sex or to redefine marriage. Now, Mike, the interesting thing, part the part about this is, what happens if the voters of California decide, uh, no, we want marriage to be between one man and one woman? Um, what happens? Well, then, uh, then California will find another way to defy what its people want and do what it wants in the first place. So we know that, Craig. We, we know that the laws don't make a difference in California uh, if it's not what the politicians want. They're going to do what they want anyway there. Um, that's that's clear, and, and Mussolini will just come out and executive order it if he, if he wants to. That's 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 what will happen there. I, Craig, I'm curious about your uh, your method of government there. Um, if you have a 
a, a referendum vote, uh, whatever it is, like this constitutional amendment vote that comes up before the people, what's the threshold for it being passed by the people? 50% plus one. 50%. Okay. I know most states now, including Florida, have gone to 60% because a 50% is just a coin toss for people that are. If you're going to amend the Constitution, I agree with you. It should be. Of course, keep in mind, while the federal Constitution is like, you know, a little booklet like that. The California Constitution is packed, and it's packed full of a bunch of stuff that in many cases already been, is, is no longer, has it been ruled unconstitutional. I'll give you an example. In the state of California, English is the official language of the state of California. The state is supposed to be barred from producing documents in any language other than California. Well, well guess how much that's followed. You need an attorney just to go after those kind of things, just you know, all day long. Well, because well, the problem is the courts have ruled it unconstitutional. So because they, you know, they basically saying it's racist. Uh, but once again, so because it's been ruled by the courts, but it is still a part of California law. And so the same yeah. thing here with the with the definition of marriage, according to the state of California, the voters and the people of California. Marriage is defined as a relationship, as an institution between one man and one woman. We just choose to ignore it. Now, the federal courts have basically said, yeah, no, marriage is between, uh, is between uh, two adults. So they've overturned the state definition of marriage. So even if this thing passes, I mean, even if it fails, same-sex marriage is still legal in California. But here's the interesting part. I think then you will start to see a cultural shift because I think that if a state like California says that, look, we want to define marriage as between a man and a woman, uh, then you're going to start to see a lot of, because now that now it's society is deciding this is how we want to define this institution. And in this case, a very liberal state uh, has decided that they want to define as between one man and one woman. And I think if that issue were to then move forward to the Supreme Court, I think you would definitely see, they would definitely have grounds uh, to overturn the decision on same-sex marriage. I think for them, this is a bad, this is a bad, this is a bad idea because it, once again, if it don't pass in California, you can almost certainly see a case when it gets to the Supreme Court, you can almost see them uh, shooting down same-sex marriage. That's how you do it. There you go. Just like that. And by the way, that's not even speaking to the merits of same-sex marriage. I, my, my primary issue with that whole decision is, is that the people, society should be deciding what institutions we are going to honor, that we are going to lift up, and that we are going to promote. It should not be the courts. And in this particular case, you had the courts decide that something was a right that is not really a right. Uh, or sh should not be a right. Or anyway, I don't. I don't see as a right as a right. Um, but evidently, the Supreme Court does, or did, put it that way. Well, and and you know that, that here we go. Right, I I am all for the way it's supposed to happen. Is that the legislator makes the legislators make the law, and then the judges get to decide whether it's constitutional or not. Right. Um, that's what you have in Florida. Now, uh, in California, obviously, in California, you've got some some backwards judges and some backwards legislators. So uh, I don't understand why it has not been petitioned beyond that to go to a, you know, a court with a Clarence Thomas sitting. Well, on. the Supreme court are the ones who decided it, but here's the, here was the problem. They upheld the ruling of the ninth circuit because our then governor Arnold Schwarzenegger 
uh, or and before him, Jerry Brown, and then our attorney general, uh, who was Kamala Harris, and uh, then before her, Jerry Brown, decided that they refused to defend Proposition 8 in court. And uh, the organization that that was the proponents of the initiative attempted to have standing, and the Supreme Court noted that they did not have standing, and that is how... Uh, that is how it became the law of the land. That's it. Well, you know what? You got another shot at it now. So let's see if you get it right this time. There you go. <laughs> All right, moving right along. All right, this one, this one to me was the most entertaining because, I mean, we all know that the left is going to lie on, on Republicans. We just know this. We know that it's just, in particular, the left in the mainstream media. Uh, but this one was beyond outrageous. And I just, it was so outrageous that even Donald Trump had to respond to it. Uh, there are media reports that as Donald Trump is planning for his second term in office, uh, that he is including things or considering things such as firing squads, hangings, and group executions. This was reported in the mainstream media, Mike. In the mainstream media, I'm like, I there are a lot of things that I think you can look at and things you can, you can point to about Donald Trump that may or may not be true that are, are slightly outrageous, but this, this is beyond crazy. Yeah. Old, old uh, author there, Raffi Schwartz, uh, you know, clearly did all the research possible. I think Craig, what really is going on here is Trump is not planning to have firing squads and, and, and hangings in the second term. He's just using them as part of the plan for the second term. Like they're on his committee. I, you know, he's got a committee of all these people that surround him, including firing squads and hangmen. That's who he uses on his committee for re-election. So, well, and once again, now this was a this was reported by Rolling Stone. So, yeah. Yahoo News is reporting that someone else reported it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why. So they're like, well, we didn't say it. Rolling Stone said it, and I'm like. Yeah, this it, is it's this is I mean, you might as well have put that, you know, there, there's aliens on there, space aliens. I'm not talking about the, the other alien problem we're having. Um, right. You know, it's just, you know, and, and he's consulting an alligator as well. You know, it just it just it's just the stupidest thing. Uh, and Rolling Stone has completely become, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the the National Enquirer, the, the the weekly tabloids is what they've become. They have become a complete and utter joke is what they have become. Yeah. I'd say it, but yeah, no, they become a complete and utter joke. And that, by, by the way, brings us to Hog Hosters. Or brings us to our parting shot, Hog Hosters. That's right, Hog Hosters. Check them out, check them out, check them out. You want to make sure you get your Hog Holster today. Go to hogholsters.com. Make sure you use the discount code, The Rundown, all caps, no spaces. There you go. Do it like that. All right, this first one. Uh, Mike, uh, do me a favor. Do a quick tease on this uh, this this boot 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 edge 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 parting shot. I mean the, the the booty gig, booty gig, yeah, booty gig parting shot. The, the PD booty gig, uh, um, folks. You, you know, and we're all watching the news. There's been a uh, a railway chemical disaster out in the Midwest, and we're still trying to figure that out. And as once we get more information, uh, we'll, that'll probably be one of tomorrow's top stories but until then here's a little teaser of a parting shot for you <laughs> uh, here's the old Pete booty gig and you can see the smoking train hulk in the background and it says 
don't worry about the biggest chemical disaster ever. The roads are racist. <laughs> All right. Yeah, by the way, just so you know, uh, rather than talk about this particular, I mean, because dude, this is a chem, this is a biggest chemical disaster ever. Any, they are not lying. But the problem is, is that it occurred in a a, a, a Republican Donald Trump voting part of Texas. So therefore, uh, he decided to spend his his time in the media uh, promoting uh, promoting equity in road construction. Racial, I'm yes. sorry, let me clarify, racial equity in road construction. That's right, that's right. It's, uh, why did this have to happen to me? Well, your roads are racist, ma'am. That's why your son is in Pretty here. much, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, this next one kind of has to do with, well, several of our California stories. Um, I, I've always warned people, be careful of the Californication of your state because uh, as people are leaving California, not everyone who leaves California is doing so because they hate the politics. In many cases, uh, they just want to go to greener pastures and uh, they want to go to your greener pastures. <laughs> oh, this one right here is a picture. That's Toby McGuire with a uh, not too happy look on his face. How would you describe the look on his face? A sneer. He has a sneer. <laughs> and at the top it says... When you see a car with in your neighborhood with California plates. Yep. What are they doing here? They better uh, be voting right. They're not be bringing that crap here. Well, you know, it's funny. Whenever I visit other states and I tell them I'm from California in particular, because most of the time, lately it seems like every time I'm visiting another state, it's almost having to do with gun stuff. And they, instead of a sneer, it's more of a laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know what a gun looks like? <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your luck. Oh. All right, this last one is not is not political, but uh, I think falls in line. I think is is something we have all experienced. All right, so here we have a picture of a rabbit with a beer. Uh, I think he's drinking some of your Oktoberfest beer. That's what it looks like to me. Might be. Might be. That's a chalice. That's a chalice. There you go. And at the top it says, "A priest, a rabbit, and a minister walk into a bar. The bartender asks the rabbit, what do you have?'" The rabbit says. I don't know. I'm only here because of autocorrect. Eh, eh, humor. We got it. Some of you will get that about five minutes after the show is over. There we go. We got jokes, folks. We got jokes. Yes, we have jokes. We have jokes. And with that, uh, it's about that time for us to, uh, to head on out. But before we do, it's time for a quick shout out to our sponsors. That's it. Say hi to our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net. You can get rifle and pistol barrel lengths, rifle and pistol calibers right now at hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. You could be part of California's future today. And if you want some awesome field gear, some web gear, tactical gear, go over to uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Once again, please visit our sponsors and tell them that was the guys over at the Rundown that sent you. On that note, we're done once again for today. We will be back tomorrow on Thirsty Thursday, ready to have a good time and party with y'all. So y'all have a good evening slash afternoon, and we'll see you tomorrow. Party all the time. Oh, yeah.